You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. time in a long time but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side beast mode no one's blocking our way <laughs> these other guys tried it but them man ain't got the skills of brazen and davy brazen and raging bringing you the thrills and spills right here in full gear about to blow up like tnt us man are too sweet brady dvp the bd elite right here in full gear about to blow up like tnt us man are too sweet brady dvp the bd elite Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you found us here. And of course, twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast. Hello, Twitch Room. Yes, hello. This is BD Elite. Yes, we are your NXT friends. Friends. And we'll always be your NXT friends. But on Wednesday nights... Uh, I think I messed the, the, the... Yeah, Wednesday nights have changed. It's a whole whole new thing. It's thrown us. We we feel completely all over the place. Um, Wednesday nights are now AEW nights for yeah, up next. That's exactly correct. So Tuesdays, we talk about NXT. And Wednesdays now, we talk about AEW. Yeah, uh, so we talk about NXT and we, we cover that. And that's kind of our main... Uh, priority, our bread and butter, and we do was next and all sorts of NXT related stuff. But uh, AEW is the like shiny new toy in the world of like pro wrestling, and as fans, we all kind of want to check out this hot new product. And we decide that well, we watch it anyways, so why not do a show about it anyways, week to week? So there, this is our bonus show uh, here on the free feed. So uh, welcome. It is, yeah. This has been a kind of Thursday brunch show the last uh, couple of months. And uh, we always invite our patrons on at the end to to call in and share their thoughts. So we are going to be continuing that as well. So if you are a patron of Up Next, um, you've got the Zoom link message to you and you can join us at the end of the show to share your thoughts of Dynamite or NXT or whatever you want to talk about in the world of wrestling. Yes. Uh, yeah, we talked about all about TakeOver. We did two nights of TakeOver watch-alongs, two nights of Mania watch-alongs, and then a Mania post-show and post-shows for TakeOver 
Stand and Deliver, and NXT was hot. I guess we don't have to compare the shows anymore. And I, don't I know guess if not. They're just different things. They're just different shows. They're just two different wrestling but NXT shows. NXT was better this week. Ah, <laughs> he said it. He said it. Yeah. Um, NXT was really hot this week. There were some lows and there were some highs, and we talked all about that. But this week was the first AEW to strictly just have AEW Yeah, on a Wednesday night. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and we'll be getting all into that. Big show feel. Big show feel. No big yeah, show, actually. Not so much, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we'll get into that, but we've got some more important things to talk about first. Oh. Tomorrow, it's Up Next Mania. The yeah. first ever Up Next Mania, 6pm Eastern Time, live on Twitch. And yesterday, we had a bit of a, a cliffhanger, because we announced the main event... Between yourself and Chris Elliott is a three stages of hell match. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, we decided that in the BD t- title, we would do three stages of hell. And I picked the first fall. Well, actually, Chris picked the first fall. And it, it's apparently... Stone Cold trivia. Trivia on Stone Cold Steve Austin. My fall is all about themes. Theme songs. In wrestling, one final beat. Exactly. But then there's a third fall, and you kind of didn't let me... There's know. a third fall, yeah. and we're actually going to be doing the contract signing Oh, right now, live on Twitch. I have Chris Elliott on the line. Chris, are you there? Two Ooh. seconds while I unmute. There Hello. we go. Doing? There he is. And you're recording this. We're, yes. Okay. Yes. Um, this I, is live. I've got a contract in my hand right here. I had one faxed over to Chris earlier today. Oh, okay. It's been signed uh, by lawyers. Signed, sealed, delivered? Yeah. <laughs> and I just need the signatures of the champion and the challenger. And I would like to announce if the BDE championship goes to a third fall, mm-hmm. it will be an exploding barbed wire death match. What? Yes. How are you going to do an exploding barbed wire deathmatch on Twitch? Sign and see. Sign and see, huh? Well, I'm happy that you got Chris here on the line. Uh, Chris, you won the Up Next Rumble, and what a what a show that was! Crazy, crazy outcome that you, this this underdog, won the Rumble, and you you get your shot. Because frankly, a lot of people listening don't know who you are. Uh, so Chris, uh, thanks so much for, for coming and and playing the game tomorrow night, this Thursday. Uh, but, uh, after this week, I don't need to worry about this little, this little gnat that just keeps flying around for no reason, bugging the hell out of me when I don't give a shit about it at all. But yeah, I'll sign the contract. Sure. I mean, let me make sure. Well, let me go over this. Uh, make sure there's no... Page 27. Page 27. Yeah. What's on page 27? Chris, well, you've had yours all day. So would you like to sign the contract and show the camera? I would, but I was going to originally sign it on one of my kids' books. However, I thought of something else I could sign this bad boy on. I'm going to sign it. On my up next hoodie. Oh, 
the yeah. disrespect of yeah. the challenger. Yeah, disrespect because he paid me $39 American for it. So yeah, <laughs> right all over it, Chris. And the contract has been signed. Look, I know how these things go. There's there, there's there's always someone who puts someone through a table. There's always mean things that are said. Well, we can't put each other through through tables. We can't do that. And that's just that's just disrespectful. And we're in this pandemic now. We gotta we gotta follow the social distance rules. So no touching, no touching. No. But but Chris, that's fine by me. Yeah, I, I hope I hope you're getting in your 15 minutes of fame. It must feel like a wild ride with people seeing the the epic promo video that we put on our Twitter and and all the stuff. Uh, but Chris, I hope you're enjoying it because you won't ever get it again. You see, Braden, did Davey ever tell you what my original first choice was for my subject? I don't know, Which family, was, kids, something stupid. It was theme music. So oh. what you've basically done by making yours theme music, you've handed it on a plate to me. Remember, I'm the one who has who created the Up Next Group playlist. I love music. I love wrestling theme songs. You've handed it on a plate, and I'm guaranteeing you now. <clears throat> I'm guaranteeing you now. Two zip. You don't even need the third fall tomorrow night. Two nil. We're not even going to get to the exploding barbed wire death match is what Chris Elliott's saying there. So I apologize to whoever has come up with the questions or whatever the form is for that third fall. You've wasted your time. Two zip. Two zip because you know your wrestling theme song trivia or knowledge. No, you don't know anything compared to me. I'm sorry, Chris. Uh, I'm a podcast host about professional wrestling. I know everything about wrestling and I know everything about wrestling music. So I'll beat you in that too. It doesn't matter. Uh, come come up next, Mania, Chris. I know you're from across the pond and I don't want to get too, too personal here, but you'll just be like Prince Philip, okay? You'll be six feet in the ground and you'll be forgotten. So yeah, zero <laughs> nil. Sure, whatever you say, pal. I don't even know what that means. Speak English, okay? Proper English. Well, I think Vince McMahon just wrote Braden's promo there, but <laughs> you have it. The contract is signed. Up next mania tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Twitch.tv slash up next podcast. Audio available for patrons after the fact. It's going to be a big night. Come join us. We've got so many different matches on the card, including Chris Elliott versus Braden Harrington. Oh, and Chris, you, you said you you signed the contract over the hoodie. I don't know if you messed that up or not, but don't worry. Friday, I'll send your kids three brand new Up Next hoodies so they can rock them and stuff. Maybe I'll send your fiance one too so she can make it with the champ in one way or another but i'll see you thursday chris soak it in well thanks for joining us chris (laughs) (laughs) i'll see you guys tomorrow night (laughs) see you tomorrow chris thank you fuck you (laughs) all right okay well let's get back to bdle that was weird. That was very weird. That was very weird. I don't know what happened there. It was great. I don't know what came over me. 
I don't know what came over me, but you have to check out at Up Next Podcast, the Twitter and the Instagram. Some of the videos that we have for our show this week are going to be insane. So again, by the time you're listening to this, check us out for Up Next Mania, 6 p.m. on the Twitch, because we have a complete show of matches and showdowns and all sorts of wild, wild shit. And uh, I can't wait to... To let you guys see it all, because it's super fun. Uh, this is just some podcast games that we've created over some wrestling trivia, but it's become so beyond that. Uh, and oh, yeah. Personal. Very personal. I mean, yeah. you heard it there. You just can't You can't stop going on about his family. I can't help myself. I don't myself. know what's wrong with you. I can't help myself. Hey, geez. I'm a homewrecker. Um, but, yeah, I, I think we, we should be very honest to start with here. We're both exhausted. Today. Oh man, I'm so tired. We uh, it hit me today. If you've been kind of following our lives through these shows, we've been looking for places to live. We looked at 15 places today. Um, started at 12, finished at five. We've gone all over the city. Um, we walked 20 miles. Yeah, 20 and took miles and stuff. But yeah, that on top of coming off the back of this whole WrestleMania week where we were on every single night. And then this changing with the Tuesday and the Wednesday and it being up next mania on Thursday. Um, yeah, we're, we're pretty exhausted and we're going to have a very nice sleep tonight, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but we're getting there. I'm cooked. Yeah, yeah. WrestleMania week definitely did me in. Uh, trying to explain to people in my life that, yeah, there's there's a WrestleMania weekend, but then it also there's also two nights of it, and then there's also two nights before that. And then, well, actually, there's a Hall of Fame. There's also Raw and SmackDown, but I didn't watch that. But then there's also AEW that I got sneak. That's just one week, and the next week has started, and we've already done one show, and yeah. we've already had a shot in the dark come out from John Cena, who's watching way more stuff than us. Oh, and, yeah. And yeah, but we're still here chatting all about AEW uh, here tonight. But yeah, wow, I was exhausted. We're exhausted, but we're close. We've oh, we've put in an offer. Yeah, this is not the first contract I've signed yeah, today. Yeah, we've, we've signed a few contracts, and hopefully by Up Next Mania... The BDE will have a BDE 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. We, we have officially put in our application. Mm. So maybe we'll Fingers have... crossed. We need positive vibes, guys. Positive vibes. Yeah. I, I said, hey, everyone, go join the Patreon and help us uh, buy movers and, and a new place. But then I said, for Patreon 132, I'd buy them a hoodie. So no one wants to sign up for 130 and 131. So I've decided the next five Patreons, one of you randomly is getting a hoodie. There so just go it. sign up. There you have it. Because <laughs> <laughs> all the podcasts. Yeah, we're continuing to podcast this week. We've done our WrestleMania review, which is so much fun. Uh, we did our best match ever, WrestleMania Show Stealers. This week, we're doing a movie review on top of all the Up Next Mania stuff. Because, yeah, that's not it. We also have tomorrow, which we got to do this whole WrestleMania show that we've put together here. So it's going to be crazy. But we uh, are doing a review of Mortal Kombat, mm. the movie, the OG movie from 1995. Uh, we love talking about the 90, 90s on our shows. We go back to 95 quite a, too many times. They're 95 and 84, we've, For some we've gone back to so many times. Yeah. It's very uh, odd. So we're just going to do the review of the old Mortal Kombat movie out this week weekend as well. So go check They're that. having trailers for the new one during Dynamite. Yeah, all tonight. the wrestling shows. So go check so that. So good timing for that. 
Yeah, but five bucks North American tier gets you access to all the podcasts in the back catalog. I just we just got a tweet from I think it was Mike mm. who clearly like signed up for the Patreon. He's he's going back through. He's cherry picking some of the old podcasts out there, and he found the Freddie Got Fingered podcast with Wei Ting. One of the best shows we've ever done. He says it. He says this guy Mike DeCosta says that it's the greatest podcast he's ever listened to. Ever, ever. He did the double ever. He said ever, ever. Yeah, he's no. He said the. Like, the best podcast I've ever listened to ever. Wow. Or something like that. Proud. He really loved it. Proud. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy, would you like some sausage? So you could listen to that review if mm. you go to our Patreon and subscribe and get access. Five bucks a month, North American tier. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, so we're still podcasting. We're getting ready for Up Next Mania, which is going to be crazy. All the matches are up there. Go look at the the hype stuff, but don't miss it. And if you do, the podcast form or maybe even a video form will be up for patrons. The replay will be up for 24 hours. Yeah, so there you go. So can't wait. Uh, So what's going on? Are we going into some AEW here? I guess so. I guess so, yeah. I mean, you you also have a match tomorrow night, which is an inferno match. You see, I'm so confident. I don't even need to be... Cutting promos and signing. Well, you contracts. made me do it. You threw him on the spot. You threw me on the spot. You 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 put him on the line. You didn't even tell me. I'm so cool. I'm so calm. I I don't really need to worry about it. I can just you know look at houses during the day, record a podcast oh. at night. No sweat. Right. I don't need to be threatening anyone's family. Yeah, that that's just what <laughs> non champions do. Yeah. We'll see how long that lasts. Yeah, we will. We will. See, now you're even turning you on me. See, everyone's against me. This, I'm the real hero in this story, but some, for some reason, I'm the bad guy. I'm just trying to trying to live my life, make decent wages, you know? Put food on the table. Buy us some Am nice... Am I taking nice food cheese. off your table? <laughs> you are! And, and I'm the head of the table. And tomorrow night, damn it, I prove it. For once and for all, tune in for Up Next Mania. Let's go into some AEW Dynamite from Wednesday, April 14th. It's the first time we got to watch AEW live ever and uh feel so like included in like I don't know, the online world and I didn't really get <laughs> yeah, I didn't super, want to Yeah, 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 nothing really made me show. Yeah, nothing really ever made me I just jump. kept checking my phone like have we got the place? Did we, we get this place? place yet? Yeah, our mind is on other pl- things. So, let's go into some AEW Dynamite, which starts off with Mike Tyson backstage who's interrupted by MJF and MJF kind of trying to suck up to Mike Tyson to basically say who is the special enforcer in a Jericho versus Dax match later. Like, hey, Mike, uh, he makes some of his tattoo on his face and says, here's a check. And like, hey, maybe you'll decide to do the right thing. There's a spot for you in the pinnacle. Blank check. A blank check. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty. I mean, Mike Tyson, though, he's he, he's big money. Yeah. So he, he could ask a lot. He could have, and MJF is rich. He, he apparently, yeah, mm. the character. Yes, I guess right. So it's like he's got the money to pay, but yeah. Mike Tyson rips up the check and says, "Nah, get out of here." So he says, "You made a big mistake." Mike. Chews it up and spits it out. Yeah, he's he's wild. So yeah, uh, Sino in the chat says, "Shout out Disney's blank check, great movie." Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. It's amazing. Mm. We start off the show with a AEW. Tag Team Championship match. The Young Bucks, the champions, defending against the team of Pac and Ray Phoenix. And the Young Bucks are now heels. I don't know if you know that, but they've turned last week. Mm. And they're bad guys now. And now they're showing it because they're decked out. So much, yeah. They got like... 
their headbands got like bejeweled things on it, like dangly, little dangly, like fancy jewels for their headbands and shiny gear. And like they're in matching Dior Nikes. Okay, so Dior Nikes um, sound crazy. So I had to look these up. Okay, these are Dior's one. How much do you think these a pair of these these shoes cost? Because they cost roughly street value four hundred. Four hundred? Yeah, that's funny. Okay, that's really four thousand. Cute, dude, bro. I'm looking five. Sorry, fifteen hundred thousand. Jeez. 17,000. Sorry, 1500. Sorry, oh my god, 1500,000. No. 15,000, like 15,000 or 1500. No. No, 15,000. 15,000. I'm seeing them for like on sneaker head websites right here. If I go and on And they're wrestling in them? And they're wrestling in these shoes. Wow. What would you like what do you even do with these? Like 15,000? That's that's, that's a lot to spend on shoes. I think it's because maybe they don't make them anymore. Like, they were, like... Okay, limited. Because, like, you can find them, but they're all really expensive. Right. So, like, anyone who maybe has them... Like, I see them here. It's, like, try to find between 6000 and 25000 That's for a pair of shoes? That's fucked. That's crazy. And, like, I like I like some shoes, and I like Nikes, but these don't look that good. <laughs> they don't look like $15,000. They're fine. They look like Nikes. If I had $15,000, I'd buy Marty McFly's... And you don't know Nikes. it's Dior until like you lift up the soles. So, like, that is the really nice part. Like you just you just show it. I wish it. But said then something to everyone, else. they just look like fucking Nikes. They're Dior's Nikes. But no one knows because yeah, Dior yeah, you got to constantly you got to constantly show them. But they do always super kick people, so you would see True. it. And then it would be like uh, leaving the mark on their face, Dior. Yeah, <laughs> unity. <laughs> um, so the Bucks are bad guys, and they have very expensive shoes. And they're going up against the the team of Pack and Ray Phoenix, who won the, the the battle royal at the pay per view. And now is the time. Uh, of course, this match has just some craziness. There's Nick Jackson and Ray Phoenix doing. Uh, Things I could never imagine actually doing. Flying around the ring, springboards, all sorts of things. And then Matt Jackson, pack, everyone's hitting topes and jumping off the top rope to the outside. There's the, like, what, the fl- space flying tiger drop. Uh, mm-hmm. Don Callis on commentary mentions that. Uh, I wonder if that's a, a nod to Will Ospreay. Um, there's Nick, who finally gets tagged in back again, does the suck it spot and then the like x factor but and ray phoenix sells it like he gets like just spikes him on his yeah like a pile driver and then nick looks at the camera and says did you see that pack is in and he starts kicking the shit out of nick jackson roundhouses to every part of his body um and then there there's the bucks who come back with in stereo apron bombs for kevin owens there then the classic young bucks like back rake spot where they hype up they're going for the big move but it's just a back rake uh, Ray Phoenix pack. They're hitting German suplex combos, pump kicks. There's super kicks from the Bucks. Uh, I think it's Nick Jackson who, who counters a move with the springboarding off the ropes into the Canadian Destroyer. Looks crazy, just insane. There's double poison ranas. Ray Phoenix hits a springboard cutter, just insanity. There's a superplex frog splash, black arrow, uh, but the pin is is broken up. When the ref is not looking, there's a low blow from Nick to pack. And then as Ray Phoenix is fighting Nick, he grabs the mask of Ray Phoenix, rips it off his face, throws it into the crowd. Now, Ray Phoenix is using both of his hands to cover his face because he is a luchador. 
and the the mask means you know don't reveal yourself while holding up his hands to cover his face the young bucks hit him with a double super kick he can't cover his face i mean he can but it's he's basically getting mm. two boots in the face and the bucks pin him to retain the titles this was insanity yeah um this what what i like during this match is the young bucks were really over the top healing it up uh there was one point early in the match where matt was backing into the the corner kind of um like further away from the camera in the like baby face corner and then was like oh no we're in the we're in the heel corner now <laughs> and then at one point he's teasing um he's standing in that corner mocking pack and is like doing the whole baby face young bucks thing but doing it so over the top uh i know some people might find this all a bit too over the top to be honest it kind of needs it because the bucks have been so all over the place with are they heels are they baby faces i feel you kind of needed to just be have them be complete dicks and go right okay this isn't shades of gray this isn't one it just wanting to hang out with their friends who happen to be bad guys. This is, these guys are bad guys now. So uh, a bit over the top, but I kind of appreciated it. And you're right. It. You got to go 180. Like wrestling. You really have to hit it on the head. You're always taking the, the turning it up past 10 to see what the characters are. And yeah, they need to do that to get over. And, and I guess way more entertaining as yeah. these arrogant dicks. Oh, I love them through their whole run of their careers. They, I've always thought they were better heels, but they do such crazy flashy moves. You just, you love them. Mm. Like in real life, you love them, but they're supposed to be the but bad guy. They can, even though they're very like babyface esque, the high flying, they can make them heelish by being just show offs. Yeah, that's how it works. Um, but the match itself was crazy. Like any match with Phoenix is nuts, and I love the finish with the mask being removed. Oh yeah, um, that's that was such a creative finish. Like he gets so scared, he covers his face. He's like ah, and then they're like they look at each other like yeah, let's just kick him in the head. Yeah, then great match. Turn the show off here, I'd say. Yeah, uh, this should have just this. I love AEW how they start with hot matches. Mm-hmm. It makes the show just kick off, and this was right. Unfortunately, nothing could follow this, as the Bucks would say in a promo later. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, very true. This should have just been the hot main event that they promoted. Yeah. I thought it would be considering they're oh, hyping yeah. it. Uh, but yeah, everything after this just felt maybe didn't live up to this because it, uh, how could you? But yeah, a great opening match. Uh, just the back and forth. Uh, maybe Pack and Ray Phoenix, like, you know, they're the, the part of the death triangle. Maybe they're not as good as a tag team. Yeah, you know, maybe Pack needs to get back with Oliver Gray. Oh, is he doing stuff? No, no, I don't think so. Oh, but, you know, that would be... We did watch the um, that six-man from Spring Break, didn't we? Oh, yes, yeah. Just as we're going on about uh, Lucha Phoenix stuff here. Yeah. The Lucha Libre. Yeah, what, who was in that match? Because that match was nuts. Uh, it was Laredo Kid... Black Taurus, uh, Dragon Bane, because I thought they said Dragon Dave. Um, <laughs> it was nuts. Uh, yeah, there was a guy named like Arez or Arise or yeah. something like that. And yeah, this match was crazy. You you said you, you were watching some of Spring Break and we were kind of cherry picked. We watched uh, Rich Swan versus Two Cold Scorpio. Oh, yeah. We were watching all sorts of different stuff there on the, the Fight Nap, now owned by... Uh, Thriller. Mm. Great stuff. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, but we decided to watch... We we, we we follow John Cena, friend of the show, and post-wrestling, uh, re- I guess, writes reports and does shot in the dark. But he kind of mentioned that match. And I thought, well, 
Got to check this out. So this Lucha match from GCW was... It was excellent. What the fuck? Yeah, some crazy stuff. Like, things I can't explain. I wouldn't know how to write notes on. I'm glad we didn't write notes. Yeah, we watched more wrestling. Yeah, week. I yeah. don't know what's wrong with us. <laughs> I'm exhausted. But that match, actually, that one needs <laughs> it to was be really good. Check yeah, it out. I, that, if you haven't seen it yet, I would seek it out. That that blew my actual mind. Uh, the commenta- I don't know who the commentators are for Spring Break, that, but they're really funny. And... Uh, I, I kind of love what GCW and stuff is doing, even though in a pandemic, like they're trying, man, they're still kicking and, and going. But yeah, that Lucha match was was pretty nuts. Uh, definitely check it out. I could see any of those guys going into oh, yeah. shows like fantastic. this. Or, yeah, good stuff. Laredo Kid's awesome. We go to Alex Marvez with the Dark Order and he's with Hangman who's having a drink. Marvez kind of mentions that Hangman has been on a winning streak and he's kind of in contention for the title. So therefore, his history with Kenny, things get a little messy. And what are some thoughts in the Bucks? And he's like, ah, I don't really care about all that. And then slaps Silver's shoulder and he says, I'm worried about his injury. And he's like, ah, my other shoulder. But now this one hurts. Ah, He mentions he's going to go buy everyone some beer, get some food, maybe some egg rolls and just have a good night. And it's rehab time for John Silver. This was this was it for Hangman tonight. He's just like, yeah, it's just chilling. Fine, you funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm exhausted. Uh, yeah. let's wake up. Yeah. Um uh, well, yeah, this was fine. They're, this was they're fine. always great. They're always funny. John this, Silver's great. Yeah. Um this is this is whatever, but yeah, I hope he gets he gets back in time to do some more stuff. Alex Marvez is having a busy night cuz now he's with the inner circle and Chris Jericho says the pineapple, I mean, the pinnacle beat us up pretty good and well we realized that we've changed our ways i had to right my wrongs so all week after that beat down i was calling people from my life that i i I did dirty and the first person on that list was mike tyson (laughs) so he says hey uh i i had to i had to right my wrongs and now we're boys again dax the axe tonight we go one-on-one and you know i put stitches in your head and i'll put more and you and Mike Tyson then says like, well, you know, Chris, uh, uh, just because I'm a special enforcer and I'm your friend, it's not I'm not going to, you know, playing it straight I'm, down I'm the middle, straight down the middle here. And he's like, and if you decide to do anything funny, well, Chris, you might get knocked out again. And he's like, he's like, ah, and then they hug. It's just an epic moment. So is this we've got all this forbidden door stuff going on at the moment. Jericho being on the WWE network again. And now Tyson, who's doing Triller or did Triller, right? Is this right. AEW Triller, WWE. Whoa. They're all. It's all. It's all opening up. <laughs> <laughs> the, the forbidden doors to Triller. We're gonna have Mauro Ronaldo calling an AEW match on Triller. Dude, that's it. Mauro calling Mo- Mike Tyson in yeah. against Anthony Agogo. Yeah, in AEW. Sure. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, that's what they're book. That's what they're gonna book towards. Yeah, and go, I could, go. I could see you having like a, like throwing a Jake Hager on Triller or something like that. Oh yeah, know. is Triller the one who hosts the verses? Is that what they do too? Because they're doing a four twenty 
Red Men. It's, it's them doing the the Jake Paul fight, isn't it? Wow, they got some. They they look like they have some serious mm. backing behind them. So yeah. I'm, I'm interested in seeing what they do with some wrestling stuff. But yeah, that is interesting. This now the Forbidden Doors are just, just so many. Swing them all open. I love swinging Forbidden oh, Doors. Yeah. yeah, all over the place. So well, I, I do like how the Inner Circle are now baby faces, and it's just they justify it with. Yeah, we got beaten up, and we were like, "Man, that sucks. That that's mean." That's we, what we've been that's doing. What we've been doing to people. <laughs> I, I better start apologising. And us as wrestling fans are like, "Sure, all right, yeah, cool." Glad you learned from your mistakes. Glad you learned from your mistakes. We forgive. Yeah. <laughs> we forgive and forget right away. It's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah, that's what happens in wrestling. So that match is later tonight. We go to our next match, which is Jade versus Red. Velvet. So this is kind of a, a grudge match, so to speak. So the, Shaq and Jade beat Red Velvet and Cody in this match. It was Jade who pinned Red Velvet, subbing for Brandy. So this whole time, this is just because she subbed it's it for Brandy's Brandy. feud, yeah. Yeah, realistically. So Jade and Red Velvet have been at each other, beating each other up for weeks, and it's coming to a boil here. But Red Velvet charges her, hits Jade with a super kick early on to send her outside, then a flying Tope Suicida, um, back in the ring. She, or Sorry, back, going for another dive. She gets caught into like a fallaway slam, but it's from like outside the guardrail into the crowd. So K- Kaylin King or whoever. Kylan King, Kylan yeah. King has just got... Star of Shot in the Dark. Just eight. Oh, I just burped for Kylan King. Sorry. Red Velvet um, just like like goes flying into the 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 railing here and yeah uh they continue the match there's a stalling suplex slam from jade cargill here for a near fall they go to a commercial break when we come back red velvet tries to fight back yet another super kick to jade's face and then um i think goes for some sort of like a face buster there's then red velvet who says i'm that bitch by hitting a standing moonsault for a near fall goes up top for a moonsault off the top but misses it and jade locks in the chicken wing for the chicken wing face buster or they call the jaded and Mm -hmm. it's over jade pins red velvet uh i thought both look really good here i've i've really been enjoying red velvet i think she's she's been pretty strong on the mic and everything i've seen in the ring she looks she looks great jade just looks like a star and if this really is her fourth match, I, I think she's been very impressive. They're, they've been working matches that clearly are showcasing her and hiding any weaknesses because I'm not really seeing much yet. I Sure, these aren't the most complicated matches, but I think she's she's looking great in everything. Um, and I quite kind of like this as just a, um, a little mini feud. It's nothing too high up the card, but it's there were stakes to this, I felt. I, I thought this was not bad. Uh, both of them are pretty good. Like Red Velvet seems like she's really good in the ring, and, and I think both could be really big yeah. deals. Yeah, J- Jade obviously just has this look and this monster push behind her, so she's going on to probably bigger and better things. I'm just happy we didn't get any Vicky Guerrero or yeah. any of that. Yeah, it's me just too. Jade. Yeah, we go to Tony Schiavone and Britt Baker with Reba backstage, and Britt Baker has a chart for wins and losses here because uh, technically Thunder Rosa didn't beat her. That is true. In the match. Yeah. So she keeps joking on about that. Wins and losses. We respect that immensely here, she says. And, well, I'm ranked number three. And, well, Red Velvet's, like, at, like, ranked 501. I'm I'm at number two. And I have more matches. And I've won more matches than anyone. But Jade is slowly coming up behind me. But that's okay. 
and soon I'll be number two, and then I can go on to win the title because that's what that title needs, a role model. So we need a championship role model, says Britt Baker. Uh, I found this quite funny because there are quite a lot of people that criticize the whole ranking thing in AEW, and I quite liked how Britt Baker was kind of explaining to you, the viewer, as if you're an idiot, how the rankings work and how she can get up there. And she's going like, look, I've got more wins than this person, but they're higher than me because they've had less matches and therefore like the ratio. And But if I do this and going on elevation, this is basically a commercial for Dark ele- Elevation, is that yeah, the name of it? Yeah. It's basically a commercial she for that because this is what it, she's saying. She's like, tune in to watch Dark because I'll be wrestling because I'm trying to get my wins up. And I don't mind that now because you then watch Brit's match and you know there's some sort of story going into it. Do we need to watch NXT with our like post shows on Tuesdays with uh, no AEW dark spoilers? Yeah, <laughs> true. We should change. That. Watch the dark spoilers yeah. on Tuesday nights. Yeah, that'd be funny. Uh, yeah, I like Brett Baker's promo. I'm interested to see her versus Sheeta down the line. I think she should be the one to take the title from her. Yeah. Uh, we go to Anthony Agogo versus uh, here. Here I have it. It's Cole Carter versus Anthony Agogo. Don't leave me hanging on like a yo-yo. <laughs> You're tied too. It's okay. I don't know. Who, I don't know who Cole Carter is, but he's gonna get beat up. Uh, he gets punched in the gut, and he's like, "I'm out." Yeah, I love this. I thought this was great. Anthony Agogo, the boxer, the Brit, the governor. As yep. they're calling him, Every, is every British person hates fingers and also goes by the governor? Governor, yeah. If they're if they're from London, yeah. okay. So like everyone, yeah, just goes by the governor. It's more to the UK than London. Okay, but yeah. I just I'm used to seeing Danny Birch, who is injured right now, uh, on NXT, and they he's call the him, governor. Yeah, yeah, they call him the governor. So I'm like, okay, well then, what? Well, he's also British, and he's now the governor. That's right. Okay. Yeah. All right, so Anthony Ogogo just punches this guy in the gut. Not in the face, not a knockout, just punches him, and the guy's like, this hurts Punch so much. Punch the gut. But yeah. It's like liver it shot or something. so bad. Yeah. Um, I, I really like this. Anthony Ogogo's obviously still training, and you're you're just protecting him. Looks great. Why? Like, it's believable. This guy's a medalist. This guy's had loads of knockouts. Of course, he's a punch to the gut is going to take the guy out. And, yeah, showcases him without actually seeing any of his wrestling really yet because he's probably still working on that i yeah i guess so but yeah just to get him a win yeah, here, but i quite liked it it's definitely it's definitely different it's definitely interesting we don't see too much i liked his ring gear it's got the olympic rings and stuff like that i would totally milk that forever if i ever was in the olympics oh yeah just use the rings for everything mm. <laughs> that's my logo i'm an olympic. I'm rings yeah, yeah I'm, rings. <laughs> I'm rings that's that's my wrestler name <laughs> i'd have onion rings actually i don't really like them no me neither hot take onion rings suck they're all right i'm just like i'd never choose them yeah. And then I don't like when it's like gets all slippery and slimy. And- yeah, I don't get too close to people in my life who who choose onion rings over fries. I'm sorry, mm. it's a hot take, I know, but like, yeah, it's just it, it ain't it. It ain't it. I like blooming onions, but not onion rings. Olympic rings are better. Um, so we go to yeah. I'm seeing Chris Elliott, who's still in the chat here. Shout out, Chris Elliott. Go to bed. You got a big day tomorrow. He says, "Didn't WWE get in trouble for using the the Olympic rings in WWE?" Yeah, I remember something Maybe. about that too. Wasn't what there was some, cut? Yeah, there was something about perhaps uh, the Olympic Slam. Like, they yeah, they that. changed it to the Angle Slam, didn't they? But like, that's what it's called now, anyway. So like, weird. Yeah. 
The Olympics just let them use it. They're giving you free. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's more to that. I don't know. Uh, add an extra ring, says Fire Frank in the chat. So True. Yeah. We go to Dax the Axe versus Chris Jericho. So Dax the Axe representing the pinnacle. Not all the members are ringside. Only a few are, are allowed to be ringside here. So it's Jericho and, and Sammy Guevara and Dax with Tully and Cash. But Mike Tyson, the special enforcer in this match, and JR, Tony Schiavone, and Excalibur are like, Mike Tyson is the baddest <laughs> man on the planet. He is a machine. He will destroy anyone and anything who gets in his path. If he sees anything he doesn't like, he'll destroy them. And then he comes out in pink shorts, some white t-shirt some loafers. and some loafers, no socks. <laughs> and he's like, hey guys, what's he going would. on? It's Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's like, it's funny. <laughs> he can wear whatever he wants. Like, yeah, he would knock you out. So funny. It's so funny. I love it. Um, so Jericho and Dax the Axe, they're fighting here. Um, they're kind of brawling all around the ring. It's kind of a hockey fight to start off. They fight through the crowd area, tell all the wrestlers to move out of the way. Uh, Dax uses a microphone as a weapon. So Jericho grabs a pen from the commentary table and uses it to jab uh, him in the head with it there. Uh, Jericho then grabs the camera at one point, does his classic Jericho thing, but Dax kind of gives the finger there. Back in the ring, Jericho hits the classic bulldog and goes for, yes, the lion salt. Nails it, but only a two count. Dax gets up, hits Jericho with this mean-looking forearm, and then the rebound slingshot powerbomb for an airfall, like his, his, his man Tully there. He goes up top for the dynamite <laughs> kid diving headbutt, but it's a miss. There's the lion tamer, but there's, there's interference. There's some shenanigans. Jericho goes for the Judas effect, but it's missed. There's a brain buster, a code breaker. There's chaos. Tyson on the outside knocks out Cash Wheeler here, which looked great. Great punch. Yeah, Yeah. this punch was epic. Jericho, off this distraction of the chaos, hits the Judas effect. One, two, three. Jericho wins as the pinnacle and inner circle kind of break up here. Uh, I think Dax Harwood has proved himself to be quite a nice, like, good solid tv match singles wrestler like think of this uh, the jungle boy match and now this one with jericho i i thought this was really good i, I actually quite enjoyed this um just a, a nice back and forth you had the tyson spot and cash wheeler took it great looked great uh yeah I, this was a thumbs up from me jericho grabs the mic and says uh, a word i did not understand but it's okay and says that Mike Tyson's basically like an honorary member of the inner circle for now. So better watch out. Best friends. You're going to get Mike Tyson inner circle merch. Probably. Yeah. Very likely. One of the guys to get the tattoo to match. Who would you have? Have it. Sammy. And then, and then uh, Pinnacle will make Sean Spears get it to mock him. (laughs) (laughs) like in the hangover too there was also uh just while you were out the room earlier miro had a promo where he said that kip's been missing since uh the arcade anarchy and he says look i'm moving on with or without you and if you work for this company and have gold around your waist you better pull a kip and disappear because i will find you and i will kill you or words to that effect not bad yeah. He's moving on from Kip. That that was the gist I got. Uh, Kip, right. Kip scared of Miro and is, has 
taking left. his ball and gone home. Oh. Yeah. Forbidden doors. Mm, maybe. He's going over to, I don't know, you fight New Japan wrestlers. Trilla. <laughs> Kip Sabian. He's got great music, though. Does he? Kip Sabian. I can't think what it is. It's me neither. Yeah. I'm just guessing. <laughs> we go to the Young Bucks backstage, out kind of in the parking lot near the arena here, with the Young Bucks, the Good Brothers, Kenny Omega, and Don Callis. Don grabs the the microphone away from Alex Marvez and says, get out of here. You do, you guys, you don't have any danglies, like the dangly jewels or the dangly <laughs> earrings. You don't got any, so you're not allowed in here. Get out of here. I like how the Bucks not only have the dangly Shawn Michaels earring that I've talked about so many, so many times. It's just so fucking epic and heal. Once you get the earring, that's when I knew they were, they had to be healed. Mm. You got dangly cross earrings. You're healed. <laughs> But they also got the Sean like leather the triple hats, H hat. Yeah, hats. I want one just oh, to do that. Yeah, I want one they just to do so it. Obno- All these guys looked so irritating <laughs> and obnoxious, and I love it. It's great. Yeah, this look definitely looked like bad guy gang. You're rules. just like, oh, I fucking hate that guy. It's yeah, that they, look is it? Looks so good. I was in. Inst- I've been kind of sour on this whole group thing, but the look here instantly, I was like, all right, you're pulling it off. You look like dickheads. Uh, Don Callis says, just when you think you've seen it all, the Young Bucks come and they're the best tag team. They're the best tag team in the past 2,000 years of pro wrestling, if there has been wrestling that long. But everyone thinks this is the end of the story when it's just the beginning. So interwebs, radios, podcasts, all that stuff. Everyone's asking, why did you guys change? Well, the Bucks grabbed the mic and they say, we've never changed. We just got sick and tired you non-sport numbnut fans, says Kenny. You think we were just like you? No, we're not like you. We're better than you. We go where the gold follows. And the Young Bucks say that matches of the years coming out of our ears like nothing. And tag teams, you're all being put on notice. And he kind of name drops all these other tag teams. And that the we have a BTE trigger with your name on it. And if you wanted the old Kenny, you wanted the old Bucks, well, by God damn it, you've got it. So Don ends with be prepared to be surprised again. As then Don super kicks the cameraman. Yeah, the Bucks tease it and they go like, ah, no, we wouldn't do it to you. And then Callis kind of does one. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I haven't liked how they got to this moment. I, I As we talked about the other week, the Bucks kind of turning heel it's just happened it's been teased too much over the year um but now that they have fully turned i like this group together because it's not i wasn't interested in good brothers bucks feud or whatever and maybe we might get there down the line but for now i think they're way better just all united all dicks um i thought they were great here yeah i know don callus is the all these guys are the fan of leaving little breadcrumbs that may or might not lead mm. to things. But when it does, it's like, ah, oh, well, see, we did that. What's the surprise here? What's he, what's he say? He says he's got a surprise. What's the surprise? He win, they win the impact title. So now they're taking over all the brands. The good brothers get the titles back. So they're the, like, so Kenny's hanging out with double champs and mm. everyone's champs. Is that what? Maybe. I don't know. Or are they going to get more like new Japan style crossovers? What's, what's he, what's he going to do? Are they taking over? Uh, but we'll see where it goes. But I thought they all looked and did their part in this. Yeah, helped kind of make them make you remember that they're the baddies. 
we get a Thunder Rosa vignette, a promo here, talking about how she's taking over the world and she wants the AEW Women's Championship. But that's not all she has her eyes set on because Serena Deeb, don't forget, I want a rematch for that title. Or she wants to face it for that NWA Women's title. She just wants all the gold. She's the belt collector. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel she she should feel like this. I know it was an un, unsanctioned match, but she won the biggest match in Dynamite, like one of the biggest matches in Dynamite Ever. history. Fuck yeah, she should be calling out every champion out there. I, I mean, yeah, she she won that match. She should be realistically the one. Mm. But Burt Baker's right, you know, the the numbers don't lie. No. So it didn't happen. Never happened. Never happened. Technically. Uh, so we go to Where Is My Mind, the Pixies, because the best friends, Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander coming out here. And Chris Statlander's return, she came out in the Arcade Anarchy to help the best friends. But here she is in a singles match uh, going up against Amber Nova, the mechanic. Uh, she's kind of been on the indie scene. I've seen a bunch of her in Impact in the past few years. Her gimmick before was kind of like she likes cars. Okay. But here she kind of dropped that and she's just kind of being a, a wrestler. But right. not really too much to see out of you here. Uh, Chris Statlander does the nose boop to the ref. He kind of doesn't want to do it, but he's like, all right, cool, I'll do it. There's some forearms from um, uh, Statlander. Amber tries to get back. Amber starts to get in her face. She's getting a little catty here, like talking some shit. Statlander gorilla presses her and then hits her with the supernova, which is basically the bastard driver. Statlander wins just like that. A good re-debut for Statlander. I thought she looked great here. I, I forgot how big she was like to do the... I forgot she was like a big powerhouse kind of wrestler because uh, she was throwing around Amber Nova. No, I, I thought she looked great here and it great addition to the women's division. Yeah, I, I see. I see kind of this character, the alien thing, like evolving where she kind of almost drops it down the line and becomes kind of. It becomes a, a yeah, nickname, like yeah, the alien. Like Something one like day that. you'll get a grown up jack perry and he'll still be jungle boy but right won't necessarily be looking like tarzan exactly know? yeah i see that i see that as well with chris dalander i i think she's got a great look she's also like pretty big mm. compared to some of the the wrestlers here so uh i I've, i was a fan of her before and, and i liked seeing her here and i'd like to see her that she's back and she's got like the face paint on one face side of the face with the the contact lens and all alien and stuff and yeah we we joke about all the time about like how wrestling you just someone's job is becomes a gimmick like a garbage man or yeah. whatever. It's like how is there never just an alien in wrestling? There is now. Yeah, mm. and it's it's Chris Statlander. Uh, I'm interested in seeing her face Thunder Rosa or Britt Baker For sure, yeah. or Eva Lise. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> Maybe not Eva Lise. Yeah, I've not I've not completely read up on all that yet. Uh, Who cares? It's been a busy week. Yeah, but, like, yeah. like pour one out. <laughs> <laughs> Was next original Eva Lise. No, I'm just gonna no sell it yeah. like she did everything. <laughs> we go to Team Taz. They're waiting on Christian Cage and his answer to to Taz's uh, request or like offer. Like, hey, you want to join? And Hobbs says, "We've waited. We don't want to wait anymore." And Stark kind of goes, "Well, we waited for you. We waited a month and." We should. We, we're Team Taz. We should stop, you know, taking second seat to all these things. We need to. We need to get out of here. And T Taz is like, "Don't worry, uh, I got this. I got this." Tony Schiavone is with Christian Cage, and I said to you, "I'm like, oh, sorry." There was a bit in that the last bit where he was Starks was going, "Why are we waiting even a week?" 
They said, we wait months for Hobbs. And it was almost a little dig at Hobbs. Like, why are we always waiting for people? Like, people... I can see Hobbs taking that the wrong way because we've already got the dissension between Starks and Cage. So, yeah, Starks just running his mouth a little. I can see him pissing off a lot of Team Taz. He's making everyone mad. Because mm. I, I think Cage wants to leave Team Taz. and He always looks so unhappy at the moment. And join the Cage Coalition with Christian Cage. Yeah. That's what he's going to do. That's what's going to happen. Tony Schiavone with Christian Cage. And Christian's, I, I said to you, I'm like, hey, I don't know if these guys have ever really crossed paths at least on screen because it's tony shivani and no christian and then they do and christian Christian mentions it like hey this is the first time so this is a pretty big thrill says him i've been a big fan says christian he says and i'm out here in my gear because i requested this open contract where i can just have open challenges i want to wrestle that's what i'm here to outwork everyone it's not just a nickname and he's interrupted team taz comes out and it's taz told starks and cage to lay back he's only taking hobbs and hook out with him and they come out and they say hey let us know are you in or are you out reminding me of back to the future too are you in or are you out christian says well looks like team taz is a dumpster fire and i'm not really interested um (laughs) taz calls christian a shit bag yes (laughs) you're just a shit bag Great line. Yeah. Uh, I, I love this back and forth. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was actually really good. Christian basically calls him short and then... Yeah, he says it's a good job those those three steps between like here and the ring because you're actually the same height as me now. He says, well, if I took my wallet out and stood on it, I'd be a lot taller than you, you jerk off. or you Christian's like, yeah, from all that bingo hall money. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure, Taz. Christian's like, I got that impact zone money. Fuck you. And they start going back. I love, he's insulting as if he's still working bingo halls. It's like, no, he had a whole WWE and impact <laughs> career. Like, that was 20, over 20 years ago. I, I think, how big, like 22 years ago, yeah, when I was working in Bingo Hall. How big you think their wallets are from Impact? <laughs> <laughs> TNA, big. True, true. TNA, big. Impact, they, I don't think they technically worked mm. for Impact. But yeah, TNA, definitely. I thought the back and forth was pretty I thought they were pretty fun here, actually. Yeah. Uh, basically, Hobbs comes down to the ring looking to fight Christian, beats him up after Hook distracts Christian Cage. Hook beats him up, and it well, it eventually leads to after the break they announce next week is Powerhouse Hobbs versus Christian Cage. Uh, so yeah, that sounds interesting. I kind of I, I feel bad for Team Taz. They just face the old timers and get half the job out. Like they just had the street fight with Sting. pretty much, yeah, yeah. Uh, but overall, I'm like, yeah, it's still interesting though. They did a good job of that. I'm trying to think in my head where you rank team taz in the like heel there's a lot of heel factions we've got a lot of heel uh, we've got a lot of factions full stop but a lot of heel factions would you say bullet club top yeah pinnacle are just always looking like idiots like they look dumb tonight as well like they're pretty low down to me but maybe second i guess i for just storyline reasons then you've got what matt hardy's merry men and hardy family the hardy sorry hardy family office okay and then, Don't forget about the factory. Team Taz, as you said, always... Oh, the factory, and then Team Taz, who are always jobbing out to old people. <laughs> There's a faction for everyone. There's a faction, There's a faction for faction everyone. For Cody to face. There's a faction for old people. <laughs> it's just, yeah. yeah. It's weird. Um, I love it. 
It's, yeah, it's I guess Christian's mix it. I, I'm sure that that's actually some interesting matches there. Hobbs and Christian, and I'm sure we'll get Starks and Christian and Cajun Christian. Gives him a whole series of matches of people to beat. <laughs> but it's interesting because Taz has the team Taz, and he told the guys to not come out when it was just Hobbs beating him up. Mm. So it's like they could have all just beat him up, but it was just Hobbs. So they're yeah. trying to get him over, I guess. He genuinely looks big and scary. Powerhouse. Hobbs, oh yeah. yeah. Next week, they do announce that match, Christian versus Hobbs, but they also announce Ty Conti versus Hikaru Shida, women's title on the line, which uh, sounds great. And then a little insert video from Ty saying, it's her time, and next week she's becoming a champion, something she's always wanted to do. So pretty exciting for that match. Yeah, I, I hope that gets some time. I think Ty's looked great recently, and uh, Shida I've been hot and cold on, but when like it comes to actual matches she's always pretty good so i i'm pretty looking forward to this we go to oh wait some other announcements for next week is ricky starks mm. going up against hangman and trent versus penta yeah so yeah that sounds all right sounds fun yeah sounds like a good stuff we go to the main event are we at the main event already i guess we are yeah i feel like we flew through this show we did did I, like, skip half the show just because I'm falling asleep? I don't know. I, I'm falling asleep as well. <laughs> <laughs> we apologize. This isn't a good start to AEW on Wednesdays. BDLE yeah, on Wednesdays. Yeah, it wasn't our fault. <laughs> so everyone's, everyone's watching John Way anyway, aren't they? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Let's go to Matt Hardy versus Darby. You know, you like a Hardy party? What about a Darby, Darby party? party. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Matt Hardy and like he just comes out by himself and the commentators say that Matt Hardy said that he wants to do it on his own Yeah. so he made his family stay back and as did Darby so he's hanging out just by himself Darby versus Hardy Darby goes for a springboard coffin drop right away but Matt Hardy hits him with a chair shot and it looks like he like it like cuts him open yeah on the he's back. Like bleeding for the rest of the match like bloody red back here uh hang hangman's neck breaker from matt hardy for a near fall and just more stuff with the chair chair shots of the body all over the place uh he goes for the twist of fate with the neck like the guillotine chair spot but darby gets out of it reminded me of jeff hardy match he's done to jeff a few times uh then there's like what like the the butcher and the blade the the hardy party family come out i gotta say these guys i don't believe these guys hang out at all this is a faction <laughs> butcher and the blade in their like tight white shirts all Nine's their tattoos shirt. fucking hair everywhere uh one's in a metal band and then you got these dudes that fly around in pink coattails I don't buy this faction at all. It's really weird. It's such a weird mix of people. And then Matt Hardy's there. And sometimes Vicky Guerrero. It's it's weird. It's not even just Matt Hardy is like the leader of this like misfit toy land of people, but it's it's big money, Matt. <laughs> it's like all his thing is money. And- he has just lost his first quarter earnings yeah. of the year and somehow has recruited more people since then right more people like yeah matt hardy that that what has seemed to be working out private party are doing great since joining with matt hardy like i don't i don't get this faction at all i don't get why this match is happening it's just weird it just doesn't make sense it just uh, <laughs> it's, it's like just... Do, you, do you think mark quen and butcher just 
go for beers after this, the two of them. I hope so. That would be great. That would be excellent. I just find, you're right, it's not, it just looks like thrown together. It's weird together. to me, yeah. Yeah, it's not really believable. Um, so, chair shots by Matt Hardy ringing around here, but like we said, the the, the butcher, the blade, the, the party, sorry, the private party from the Hardy family compound, office. Yeah. Compa- compound. Compound. <laughs> <laughs> um, the butcher throws a trash can at Darby's head. That looked pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Then Sting comes out with the Dark Order. That means there's all sorts of people fighting around here and all. Lance fucking... Archer shows up. Lance Archer <laughs> shows up. Wow. How could I forget the murder hawk? Everybody dies. Uh, he comes out, hits a blackout on Isaiah Cassidy for no reason, just he, in front he's of Sting. doing it, yeah, in front of Sting to kind of uh, send a message and just slides out and commentary like, oh, Sting's normally the one who's all mysterious, but now it's the murder hawk. <laughs> murder hawk's there, he looks at Sting, Sting looks at him, and he's like, ah, good stuff. Uh, he hands, uh, sorry, I think he gives Darby the bat, like yeah. the Sting bat. He's like, here, use this. And they take out everyone, so it's just a one-on-one match. Hardy and Darby brawl all over the place, but then Matt does lock the chair around the neck, the guillotine chair spot, with the twist of fate, but Darby kicks out at two. They start to fight all over again through like the back area, throwing monitors around. There's a ladder set up, so Matt Hardy jumps off it with a leg drop through a table on Darby at one point for a near fall. Again, he can't keep him down. They come back to the ramp area. There's the bat with Darby. He starts to just beat up Matt Hardy with the sting bat. Decides to destroy the monitor's stuff off the, the announce table. So JR's kind of pissed. Yeah, JR didn't sound happy. <laughs> He's like, uh, all right. All right, cool. Thanks. Uh, Darby then beats up Matt with the the bat, puts him on a table, climbs the one of the lighting rigs or the, the, the trusses. Scaffold yeah, scaffold things. Hits a coffin drop off that through the table onto Matt Hardy. Darby pins Hardy to retain the TNT title. Yeah, I, I didn't really like this. I thought the final spot was cool. Yeah. The Darby going insane and just smashing up all those monitors and the, the coffin drop through the table I thought looked great. Just really didn't like the whole, why was Dark Order there? Why was Lance Archer there? Why was Sting there? Why were, were the Hardy men there? Like it, <laughs> The Hardy <they're>, men? <laughs> I see Sino in the chat says, the Hardy, the Party, the Butcher, and the Blade. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. It just, there was so much going on, and it was so much with people I don't really care too much about. This shouldn't have main evented. No, it should have been the tag match. Or Tyson, like, I'm not saying it was like a show stealer of a match, but it's anything but this. Yeah. Yeah, the tag match would have been fine, but this seemed a very weird choice to close and can't say I'm excited of anything coming out of it. It's it's too bad because Darby is is pretty awesome and I think he's a kind of a hot character that people can kind of latch on to. Mm. But it just drags it down completely when it's Matt Hardy. And we've been saying week by week, it's like, why is Matt Hardy just inserted into these main programs? Why was it Hardy versus Hangman? Why was it why is it this at least, match? At least this was on Dynamite and this isn't building to a pay-per-view and we're building all the way to May for Matt Hardy to challenge for the TNT title. At least it's just a Dynamite match. Yeah. It's, it just I just find it weird that like there's so much of Matt Hardy with this family thing that just doesn't make sense and this this guy Darby's your champion of 
he should just be fighting at random people anyways. Mm. Like, you don't need to do this silly storyline and stuff. And it was like a weird way to continue the Sting Archer thing for no apparent reason. Like, just felt really like... Like they didn't, they didn't really want to go into full gear this week, so they kind of wrote a lazy show. Yeah, they they know they probably know where they're going for. Yeah, what, what's the next one? Not full gear, double or nothing. Yeah, they probably know what the card's going to look for that, but they've got a few too many weeks to get yeah. there. So this was like a filler episode. They got blood and guts, though. True. So I mean, that's in a few weeks. True. With, I guess, the Pinnacle have to win that because they just look like jokes. <laughs> <laughs> they look like dorks every week. Yeah, they do, including tonight. So, yeah, uh, overall, I, I didn't really care. The spot at the end was cool, but I didn't really care for that main event. A lot of the stuff on the show just felt like re... It, it sounds like they they keep treading the same thing over and over again. Sting and Lance Archer, cool. What you do is you should have just booked the match. Like, I don't know. Like, just do, do... It feels like the same... I'm watching a lot of the same thing. Yeah, I, I will say maybe I, I might look online after this and everyone seems to love it. You can probably hear I am tired. Yeah, so true. if it wasn't... It was like a fine show. There wasn't anything outright bad. I actually, Like, I enjoyed the Statlander debut. I enjoyed Jade and Red Velvet. I enjoyed the Jericho match. I enjoyed the opener. There were lots of things I liked. But there wasn't anything that really kind of shook me and went, like, this is great. The opening tag The opening did. tag was yeah, fun. Definitely the opening tag uh, got, me, got me feeling... I think I'm like, just wrestled out. I'm definitely wrestled out. Like, just too much wrestling. And it's not AEW's fault. They just did, like, one show yeah, last they week. They did do the house show. They did, That yeah. seemed kind of interesting. I bet they taped it for future they did, yeah. content and stuff like that. But, yeah, uh, overall, I'm just maybe just a little wrestled out, but... Also, like, this was the first week where it's just AEW. I just, for some reason, was like, ah, yeah, they're going to, like, just have this killer show and just yeah, show the world. Yeah, because might, you might have people who are NXT faithfuls who have gone, huh, now, now NXT's moved. Oh, I don't know what to do on my Wednesday night now. And might go, oh, I'll check out that AEW. I don't think it's a show that would necessarily make you want to stick around tonight. There was good stuff, though. There was some good stuff, and the tag match definitely would make people want to stick around and, and check out some more stuff, mm. but not one of the better. Uh, last week's Dynamite definitely put me in like a, a, a bad mood, but this one kind of in the same kind of... Not as bad, but just kind of... Yeah, it was all right. It's, yeah. It's cool. At least Tony didn't talk to Sting. Maybe that's he why didn't. I didn't like it. He, because, because he didn't he talk didn't to Sting? He didn't talk to Sting. Maybe. He talked to Christian, though. He got to talk Tony Sting and Sting got to talk to Murderhawk in the middle of someone else's match though. So that's That is true. Like that something yeah. that happened. But that was AEW from Wednesday, April fourteenth, two thousand twenty one. What a night. What a night. We're now gonna go to the Zoom call in line Zoom. for our patrons. Uh if you are in the Twitch room and you wish to call in now is your time to join. Uh, but I think we're going over to the Windy City to talk to Jake. Jake, if you want to unmute yourself, let's see how your Wi-Fi is today. Oof. Uh, good luck. Uh, good luck here. Howdy, gentlemen. Uh, happy Wednesday night. Uh, I like this. I, to be honest with you, I, I kind of like this time this time slot better with you guys. So I hope you stick around for a while. <laughs> uh, we will. We will for the time being. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday's NXT. No, no plans of giving this up quite yet. <laughs> not yet. No, we, have, we won't throw in the towel just yet. 
well uh, hopefully we'll throw as much money as you guys on the patreon as, as much as we can so we'll try and do our best here um yeah i mean i i agree someone agree with you guys uh with the amount of wrestling that i watched today with everything in mania as well as the collective on gcw with Bloodsport and spring break spring break i, I kind of felt some of that uh, some of that tiredness as well uh, even though i did enjoy the the opening tag team uh and I, and here's the thing that i've noticed too um it's been a year since AEW and, and dynamites has been in the same venue at daily's place um after watching mania this weekend i i kind of do think that probably AEW should try at least another outdoor venue uh, just to shake things up a bit and probably uh, at least do something different for 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 like a couple of shows um that that's probably what really stuck out to me is maybe they they should at least like you know like try to try uh have a, a different style of look in my opinion but what do you think about that yeah i i think um i think it would definitely help just bring some different energy uh i think we're looking we're getting into the summer months now and i know the us are kind of ahead of vaccinations and we are certainly so the idea of uh, running some outdoor places in the summer like seems good but from a, a business point of view like is is just doing it at a different venue really gonna help ratings at all I can't really see that being much of a, a draw to new viewers sure people that watch every week it might feel a little fresher but they own Daly's Place like this is free where they're doing sure. it like it's uh, to rent another venue it's it's an expense that you don't necessarily need to do but I, I think I think kind of for me I feel sort of SummerSlam for WWE they might be trying to have fans again and I think for we sure. will start to see fans being introduced more and more uh, and definitely I, I think by the end of but I can see in the summer doing some touring with AEW but um, I think it will be still be with Daly's Place for a while. I think it'll be there for quite a while. My only issue is when they do Daly's Place every week, it looks great. Mm. I think the actual set, everything they got with the crowd and stuff, with the wrestlers and stuff, it's working for them. It, they were doing it before WWE. Mm. Like, they looked great. The only issue is, and then I watch every week, and then you go to a pay-per-view, it's the same set and everything. It's like the you same don't even, set. That's yeah, the yeah, you don't even make a set. Pump a bit more money into that. Like Yeah, make a set. If it's a pay-per-view, or, make a or, set. Oh, yeah, maybe... Uh, I think his double or nothing. Have they announced where it is? I think it is just at Daly's place. It's Daly's place. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the it's one after that you could aim to do a different venue. I think for a pay per view, absolutely, you could try a different market. Um, but I, mean, I agree with yeah. you. It would be nice. Uh, I, I've been thinking that with NXT before this pandemic even happened. It it kind of felt like we were getting to a mm -hmm. point where they might hit the road for some tours and then come back to to full sale which they used to do on the tape shows didn't they yeah yeah but, they did. Uh, but haven't really done since moving live but i i can see it maybe not imminently but in a few months definitely i mean AEW was so close to getting back to vegas because like um uh nevada was going to open up they're planning to open up on june 1st and uh unfortunately it's going to be unfortunately they kind of missed that mark on that so hopefully next year they'll go back to like a i mean they're open up the uh vegas was open really quick at when the pandemic oh, yeah. <laughs> i watched a lot of i was really into that for i was watching i was youtubing my dad works a lot of security vegas stuff and i was fascinated by how quickly they they were calling up who's the, the famous singer down in vegas uh fuck they got him for all the spots they're like yeah we're Tony open bennett 
Tony Bennett? No, oh man. Uh, the Austins are back on tour too. So the guy who just never ages or like, yeah, that doesn't air it down. But someone in the chat, Truth, Vegas. <laughs> no, uh, Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton. Okay. Yes, Wayne Newton. Yeah, Mister Vegas. Vegas yeah. has been popping, but yeah, I think for AEW, stay in dailies until mm. you need to go somewhere else. Yeah. I feel like I just yeah, go for it, Jake. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, sorry, you're just saying. I, I just have one more thing, but so you were gonna say something. I, I was gonna say like. I know a uh, wrestling fans will like love to go to see a show when they do come to their town. So like if they were to announce an AEW in Toronto show in like two, two years, like hell yeah. All, all wrestling fans are going to want to go check that out. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, uh, uh, getting out of wrestling for a bit. Um, you know, uh, do you guys having like a uh, favorite, um, uh, shows to watch right now uh, in streaming, whether it's Netflix or Disney Plus or or Hulu and all that stuff. Like, you know, I, I don't know why, but like since like the past few months, I've been binging a lot more Netflix than I have, uh, especially since uh, the last year. I probably have a lot more uh, uh, um, open time in my schedule, and uh, I <laughs> I think it's a very uh, a very underrated show, uh, especially for <laughs> underrated show on Netflix is The Crown, uh, which I really enjoy, which is about like the weirdness of the of the British monarchy. Mm -hmm. I, I know it's like, uh, I know it's a very fictionalized version, but uh, like after watching this show, I kind of get why Harry and Meghan want, wanted to get the hell out of there <laughs> because it's like a very, it's like a very toxic environment and especially season four with uh, some of the, some of the dodgy stuff uh, with uh, what's happening uh, and kind of like the emotional abuse of Diana. So, but it's like so entertaining to watch uh, that show on Netflix. So, so I've heard a lot of good stuff about yeah, it. Yeah. I, I've heard a lot of good. Um, I don't think it's one I'll check out. I believe I, I've heard the performances are great and it, it's meant to be great. I just, um, I don't know, like growing up in the UK, there's a lot about the monarchy and the press and stuff. And I, I can't say I'm too interested in watching a fictionalized version of it, but, but that's just me. Um, I just, I'm kind of in the middle of between series right now. I haven't really start. I've tried starting the wire and I need to give it, uh it's been just wrestlemania week wrong week mm -hmm. start the wire yeah uh but i did finish watching euphoria on uh it's on crave over here it's an hbo show with uh zendaya um, oh that's a great show yeah it's <laughs> really it's quite heavy but it, it looks beautiful like it, it's so um different from anything else i've watched uh ozark i finished kind of recently um yeah, I, I'm trying to think of what to move on to next. I, I don't know what I, my mood's been in. It's been all just wrestling recently. Yeah, same thing. I finished The Sopranos and then I just kind of finished up. I finished Barry. That oh, was Barry really was good. Great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've talked about Ted Lasso on this show. That's like an Apple TV show, but I mm -hmm. highly recommend trying to find that and watching it because it's just so funny. Um, I, I, I watch a lot of crime docs and stuff. Um, I love all the Netflix true crime documentaries and stuff, stuff like that. I'm definitely looking to, to maybe start up a new show or, or something like that. But just like watching stand up with WrestleMania, I watch a lot of stand up comedy on, on my spare time lately as well. And then the other night I just got super stoned and put on Shanghai Noon. So like that's just how <laughs> I roll sometimes, you know. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, speaking of documentaries, I'm looking forward to the to the A&E documentaries that uh, they're gonna, that WWE is going to be putting out. Yeah, so, they're uh, doing the, really the Austin good. ones coming out soon, isn't it? Uh, a this Sunday, actually. So I'm really, right. really excited to see that on A&E. So, all right, that's that's all about I, I have uh, I have tonight, guys. So, yeah, thanks so much awesome. and uh, continue to support you guys and uh, really appreciate this night. Thanks. Thank you very much. Thank Jake. you, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. Take care. And 
We're going to go to one of our participants in Up Next Mania today. He's got a big tag match tomorrow. It's Mike Hogan, if oh. you'd like to unmute yourself. Mike, what do you think of AEW tonight? Is he there? Hello. Can you Hello. hear me? There we, we go. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to call in um, just to, you know, talk about the crown a little bit. I agree entirely. <laughs> um, having watched AEW, uh, you know, Jade Cargill is quickly becoming the queen of uh, of the women's division. And I was just wondering if you could book anyone as a, as a potential bastard son of the royal family in AEW, who would it be and why would it be MJF? Well, if you're saying Jade is the queen, like for for sake of the we're not going to get that would, technical. Would it be Jade and Shaq? So we're looking for the illegitimate son of Jade and Shaq. Oh, I don't know. That's a weird that thing. I don't know who would be Diana. You think it would be MJF? I can see that. Um, illegitimate son. Oh, Marco Stunt. That's who Vince would cast in that. Yeah, the little runt of the litter. Yeah, this all sounds uh, awful. I don't <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what I, I just wanted to throw that in first because uh, mainly, you know, as you mentioned, we are 24 hours away from uh, Up Next Mania, the, the great granddaddy of them all. Uh, I'm very excited for it. I'm excited to see Braden get put in his place by Chris Elliott. I'm excited to see the spectacle. You're only on this show because you're David's friend. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is, is someone a little bit rattled there, Braden? Like, Sorry. I don't even think you you're a patron. I thought this was only patrons could call in. You, you can check the email. And uh, just to uh, say that me and John Cena were going to be putting uh, you, You'll Be In Your Place by Chris Elliott and we'll be putting Eric Marcotte and Brother Nate in their place. Um, and it will be a a glorious momentous occasion and uh it'll be fun to see how rattled you are this time tomorrow night when uh the bd championship is out of your grasp i hope your uh, team wins mike because we'll give you some maybe some like some some winner's purse so you can go and pick up a microphone instead of talking into your little earbud thing that you keep talking to it's really annoying be appreciated and now your internet's cutting out too so why don't you get <laughs> out of here the show tonight lads <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Mike. you, Mike. Take care. <laughs> Remember when we asked everyone in the Up Next Rumble to cut a promo and everyone didn't cut a promo? <laughs> That's what he just did right there. <laughs> he asked you to come on to cut a promo and just, well, he's still learning. But Eric Marcotte's going down, apparently. Eric Marcotte. Yeah, we've got that tag match tomorrow. Brother Nate Milton teaming with our MMA expert, Eric Marcotte, to take on Mike Hogan and Sino Evil. It's going to be like one of those old, like, uh, all Japan tag matches. Oh, yeah, just heavy hitting. Randomly, you're pairing Eric Marcotte and Nate Milton against yes. these guys. Yeah, it's the four pillars. We have <laughs> an eight-man tag elimination match post-wrestling teaming with The Torch to take on Grapple. We have myself taking on B Detroit in an inferno match. We have two rumbles. All our patrons playing Jackbox. And finally, we have... Oh, sorry. We have a special grudge match as well. Waiting oh, yeah. versus Andrew Thompson in a promo off. That sounds interesting. It's going to be wonderful. And then three stages of hell as the main event. Braden Harrington versus Chris Elliott. Tomorrow, Thursday, April 15th, 6 p.m. Eastern Time twitch.tv slash up next podcast be there 
We've put a lot of work into this. We'll be recharged for tomorrow. I promise we're going to get a good night's sleep after this show. It's it's going to be crazy. Uh, I highly recommend trying to tune in for this because some of the stuff uh, going into this show, you you got to be there for the pop. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I uh, can't wait for this show. So tune in. And uh, and if you can't, we'll have it up on the Patreon in the replay and stuff for a little while there, too. But check it out because it's going to be crazy. We've done these game shows before, but we're taking it to the next level this week. Trust this is me. mania, baby. It's our mania. It's up next mania. It's our evolution. It's our evolution. <laughs> it's the ultimate thrill ride. It's the granddaddy of them all. Where, Where it, it begins, all begins again. again. <laughs> <laughs> It's all going to happen at Up Next Mania. I can't wait. It's it's just so exciting. It is. It is. Thank you so much for joining us for our first Wednesday night BD Elite. We love you all. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, uh, I guess this is just a this was just a podcast of us shitting on AEW and promoting our own Twitch. Stream. Why not? But, uh, going forward, tune in every Wednesday night. We will be talking about Dynamite. Uh, believe it or not, we actually do really love AEW and love to talk about Dynamite. This week was a little, huh, but we'll be back next week. We have the free feed with up next every Tuesday night and and the podcast out early Wednesday morning and the same goes but for Wednesday nights AEW and early Thursdays and then as well as Shot in the Dark there with John Cena covering everything else but yeah Wrestlemania week's over guys we just want to like sleep and hopefully we have that new apartment yes. that we do talking about. fingers crossed thank you guys for listening take care goodbye be safe and good night ahoy Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.